everybody. You're listening to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby, and I'm sitting here with the wonderfully funny James Fritz. Oh, thanks. I know, That's and very sweet he one. just sighed, and I cut him off about uh, a second earlier because we were talking about his very, very distinctive laugh. Annoying laugh. Yeah, I, you think it's annoying. I think it's distinctive. I think it ruins comedy tapings. And, I, uh, I would disagree completely. Uh, whenever I'm watching a clip, usually uh, something at the Bee Kitchen or local comics, uh, and I hear your laugh... Um, I know it's relatively funny. <laughs> so I'm like the barometer? You are a good barometer of this. And we were just talking, and your laugh got called out at a Janine Garofalo <laughs> show. Yeah, at uh, the uh, Garofalo. It was during Mark Maron's set. Okay. Uh, he's a great comic. At the Lakeshore Theater. I was sitting in the balcony, in the which is in the far, far back of the yeah. room. The Lakeshore's a pretty big place, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. not like a normal bar or anything. It's a theater no, theater. Like, There's seats. What would you say, 300 to 400? On the floor alone, it's two. Two? And then if you okay. had the balcony and... It's 210. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's small. Yeah. But it's good. It's like a uh, scary balcony. I saw Eugene Merman do a stand-up tape in there, uh, Paul F. Tompkins. So like that level of comedian. So yeah. it's not like nobody's. And they called you out on your wonderful Well, laugh. he just mentioned... He was like, oh, that was weird. Well, like, it kind of like jarred him because it was in the middle of his uh, premise, which I was talking about earlier. I tend yes. To, I tend to laugh on setups to jokes more than uh, the the punchline for everybody laughs. But do you think that that's because you're a comic or just because you're not an idiot? Oh, I don't know. I think it's a little of both. I think it's because from doing it, some of it is like, oh, shit, that is a brilliant premise. All right. Oh, is it? I wish I'd thought of that. You know, or like, this is going to be great, blah, blah, blah. So do you find yourself laughing before everybody else usually? Maybe. I'm asking. Yeah, I, don't I think know. I... Well, it's so annoying. I guess it seems like it's before. I don't think Maybe it's it reaches other people's ears quicker. <laughs> That's because it's so high pitched and piercing. <laughs> right. It is a piercing laugh. Watch any taping of his. Anyways, uh, you're a comic. Yeah, I can't fake it, so don't ask no, me. You, you're going to have to no, say something not, really funny. I will never do that. Okay. Uh, you are, were kind enough to perform at the second stand up show out of the You, Me, Them, Everybody series, so I wanted to thank you for doing that. That was my pleasure. Thank I had a blast there. Well, it was a good time. I'd love to have you back. Um, the reason why I asked sure you. you would. No, why would I, why would I do that? Why would I invite you into this creepy tiny room and then insult you? This is a great studio. What do you, you got to This is <laughs> I'm not going to upsell the, the studio. Theater of the mind. No, no, friend. no. I've talked about this uh, wonderful <laughs> wonderful room. It's very Here's the thing. If I was single and uh, if you were a lady, you'd find it creepy. I I am a lady, first okay. of all. And I You're do find not, it, I do you find it a bit creepy. You're the least lady. It is. It's creepy. The doll, the freaky doll in the corner is is the creepiest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's wearing a cat's wig. A cat's wig? It's a cat's wig. Do you put wigs on your kitty cat? We'd cats actually have, have a cat parades. I will show you the. Here, let me. Just Did you really, take your kitty cat to Pride? Here, here this you weekend? can see it right now. See it? Yeah. That's him wearing a chicken head. So we <laughs> like to put things on the cat. Because we like. The cat's fat, man. It doesn't do anything. So uh, we that just, cat's not that fat. It could be a lot fatter. Yeah. I live with a fat cat. My girlfriend's cat is huge. What kind of cat is it? This is a big fat cat. Nice. I don't know. Is it. Uh, I don't know from breeds. Does cats. it. Uh, we, our cat had a shitting problem, so we had to give it an enema. We had to take it in to get an enema. <laughs> Ours won't cover up his own shit. In you the have the box. opposite problem. He'll shit in the litter box and then won't even cover it. And He's it just proud stinks. of him. Maybe <laughs> you took him to Pride. He's proud of himself. <laughs> I dressed him up and took him to Pride. <laughs> Anyways, you're a stand-up comedian. Yeah. How long have you been doing this stuff for? Oh shit, like four years? Yeah. What initially I that like a question, but something like that. <laughs> what initially made you want to do it? It being stand-up comedy. Uh, I don't. It's they were always. I was always a junkie. 
Like, I was a comedy nerd. So, like, like were you, like, the Monty Python kid, or were you the Saturday Night Live kid? Oh, I was, growing up, I was a huge Saturday Night Live kid. Okay. Like, I would, like, uh, an older sister, and I would, like, try to crack up her older girl friends, like, in nice. church, like, reciting bits from, like, the previous nights. Hold on, so, hold on, so you were, you, where'd you grow up? We should say this first. Oh, I grew up in, uh, Princeton, Kentucky, which is a, uh, small, dry county. In, is uh, it really? Dry county, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah which Wh- obviously worked. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. How often do you drink now, and is it, in, is it because you hate your, where you're from? I don't drink out of a hatred. You, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Are you an alcoholic? I'm a happy drunk. You're a happy drunk. I'm a happy drunk. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What? what you act like you don't believe me. <laughs> no, I believe you. I believe you. No, I'm not a morose drunk at all. I mean, like, I, I'm a big fan if you're in a crappy mood, stay at home and be in a crappy mood. I hate when people go out and, like, ruin the party. Then you, I'm surprised you enjoyed your time at the Hungry Brain. hey No, it's serious. Why? Uh, it's a little dark in there. We have a lot of moro. Man, we're like we're the, the lyrics to a B side of a Smith song. Man, you man. can't even read. I was trying to read the you set list you before I went that. up, and like, yeah, no, like, you I was don't. Like, what do I want to talk about? Oh, I can't re- see anything. <laughs> yeah, I had to put like three candles together on the bar. <laughs> it's not, it's great because like if you describe this bar, it could be eighteen hundred, and it's the same. I felt sleepy in there. It's it's a <laughs> it's a, it's just a one big sedative. It's wonderful. And then put, drink a lot of tap beer, and you'll be passed yeah. out. So I'm not used to happy drunks. Really? Oh, no, no. Oh, you with musicians who have the I, weight of the world. Yeah, on yeah, and shoulders. jazz guys, man. Oh, jazz. Mm, yeah. Yeah, they're the happiest bunch of all, jazz guys. Because <laughs> nothing says I'm happy well, like no melody. Coke. Yeah, but that's after the show. You oh, can't have right. too much energy. That's true. Slow it down with a lot of whiskey. Right, right. Any, oh, I love the I'm a whiskey drinker. What kind of whiskey do you like? Oh, I'm a bourbon drinker. Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, yeah. I like Jim Beam, to be honest. Really? People shit on it. No, I no, think no, for Jim your Beam buck, is wonderful. It's one of the better Have you had Jim Beam Black? Yes, it's great. Do you like it more than Jim Beam Regular? Yeah, probably. What about Jim Beam Rye? I really like that I've as a mix. I've never tried it. It's very good as a mix. Yeah, if for club soda specifically, it's a very good. Drink. If I'm getting, if I'm drinking Manhattans on yeah. the rocks, I like Maker's Mark for some. Maker's reason. Mark is, I'd say, the best, uh, like mid to high level Kentucky bourbon yeah, that's yeah, readily yeah. available. Yeah. Have you had Evan Williams? Yes, that, that is the best. Uh, that is so cheap and wonderful, and it's got fantastic. like it's a syrupy, burnt taste to it. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. just talk about alcohol. Okay. All right. No. What do you uh, get? <laughs> where do you like to drink? Where do you like to? Well, actually, no, no. no. Where do you like to perform? We're not, well, the Lakeshore, which we talked okay. about performing there, is awesome. Like it, it kind of validates every shitty open mic you've ever done or non-paying gig. Because this is Chicago. You don't get paid to do yeah. stand-up comedy You don't get paid Chicago. to be an artist at all. No, no, no. You need a grant. Right. You have to, yeah, you have to work for this. If you could somehow work for the city and be an artist. <laughs> are there if any, it was a city job, you'd be fine. Yeah. Are there any, are there any comic city jobs? <laughs> like the official MC? I don't city? know. There should be. You should apply to that. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. They, I'm serious. Now like, they need a guy with. Uh, they need like Danny Callis or someone. He's a local guy. This no, no. Keep no sense. keep talking. But like you know, they need a guy with a Chicago accent. No, 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 no. Because you no, because now we get the Olympics, right? We need international oh, shit. God, I hope we don't get the fucking. Olympics. Why not? Oh, I should be gone before that. I don't Why care do if the city burns to the ground. Why do you care if we don't? Don't ever say that. This is the best city ever. In it's existence. a. I love this city. You just made fun of it. Fuck you, man. No, it's not perfect. It is perfect. <laughs> no, it's really? all, no. There's really I, I could barely pay rent. Um, <laughs> but besides the Lakeshore, uh, is the Lakeshore like performing at the Bottle? If you were a band or something, where like uh, it's not the biggest place, you're not going to get paid the most, but people respect you. It's the biggest you. place I've played. Is it bigger than uh, like it's bigger than Zany's? Oh yeah, it's but you don't do three times the size. Of but Zanies. it usually doesn't have like two shows a night. It's usually people are there to see you. 
And there's no drink. Oh, they're not there to see me. They're you there know. to see the headliner. Well, who have you opened for there? Uh, Jamie Kilstein. Okay. Uh, Rick Shapiro, who's out of his mind. <laughs> completely out of his mind. And sober now and completely out of his mind. But a great guy. Just hanging out before the show watching him hit on girls who are barely out of high school is, is, a, is a treat. That's nice. It's nice but in hear. a friendly way because he's just like <laughs> he's like a stream of consciousness guy. He's like, he used to be an actual tranny. Really? No, not a tranny. Uh, a, a male prostitute. Sorry. Okay, that's totally different. I know. It's Pride Weekend. I just saw a lot of trannies. <laughs> okay, did he? Was he a male prostitute that would? He suck guys' dicks. Okay. Yeah, for for money. So he was drugs. like Didi Ramon, male prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Good real deal me. in yeah. New York. Yeah. All right. Which is the capital of male prostitution. So when you say you're going to leave Chicago <laughs> and you end up in New York, but none of this is connected. No. Okay, I'm just asking. Um, but you moved to Chicago. What year? Roughly, uh, 2000. All right. Uh, why did you move to Chicago? Because I'm from Kentucky, man. <laughs> but why? I mean, you have I other options. In, I wanted to live in a big city, um, and uh, I guess was too intimidated by New York and LA. Just seemed like a foreign world to me. I'd never yeah. been there before. I had one friend in college who was from Evanston, and I'd been up here and visited a couple times. And through a friend of a friend of her, I just moved up here to and kind of knew one person. She let me crash on her floor for two weeks while That's i found nice. a place and so yeah and nice. you're still here after all these years yeah i'm very lazy <laughs> where do you want to be i have no idea i've been thinking about it a lot lately i mean they both have their pluses and minuses when you moved here did you know you'd be doing stand-up i knew i wanted to do comedy um but uh and like i like, get back to what we were before i was i was like a junkie and then like when i discovered like Bill Hicks in college and Doug Stanhope and like Hicks was big for me. Yeah, just because it's like, oh, here's a guy from the South who's not a pandering joke, you know, of a person. Like he's not doing redneck joke because Southern comedians, you know, like who talk about it are mm-hmm. usually just horrible. You know, like yeah. it's like a minstrel show, but for rednecks, <laughs> you know. That'd be a good name for an album. <laughs> um, listening back to Bill Hicks, do you find it as enjoyable? Oh yeah, yeah. I think his stuff holds up okay. amazingly well because the jokes are there. I mean, everyone he wrote some amazing jokes. I'm not saying that, but I mean, usually you can tell the influences when you see a comic, and you're not nearly as negative as Bill Hicks. Well, he was or as hateful. He was I smarter say. than me. So. Uh, I I don't know about that. I think he was. I listened to the Bill Hicks anthology uh, a few months ago while, like, cross being the country, and after, like, an hour, I just wanted to die. Really? I hear yeah, a lot of positivity no, man. in his stuff. I don't. I mean, and then they, and then you obviously know he, how it he, ends. He ends sets saying, like, we are all one. He does. Perfect children of God. How is that negative? But, it start, but if at the first 59 minutes are everyone's a fucking idiot, and we should all kill ourselves. That's because funny. It, how many positive <laughs> comics do you think are hilarious? Uh, I could probably name one. Who's that? I'm trying to think because this is really hard. Or absurd? Does absurd count as? F- no. Okay, yeah, you're right. I mean, everyone's. I mean, negative. true comics who don't have a shtick, like uh, you know, that, who are, who are themselves on stage. I'm not talking about like your Neil Hamburgers and not like Neil Hamburgers quite dark too. Yeah, not like he's positive. That's a bad example. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, Doug Benson, relatively not that negative. I said comics. You don't like him? Okay. No, I'm, I'm fine. I've actually never seen his stand up. At all, it's. Uh, I've only seen clips. I've never seen him live. I listen to his "I Love Movies." It's podcast, a great podcast. But, it's yeah. great. Anyways, besides Bill Hicks, who else? Oh, Stanhope was huge. Okay, um, I 
think I still rip him off. But no, I had to quit listening to him because there was one time last year I had to like stop looking at his clips and shit because. I mean, his joke was better. I don't know. I liked my tag better. But we both had, like, a Sarah Palin bit that was, like, weird, but, like, really, but, like, similar. Okay. I mean, it wasn't, like, a stuck, she's dumb. Like, it went in a weird place, and it was almost the same. Well, you want to tell it? I don't even remember it, because I had to, <laughs> I made myself, like, forget. I was like, I can never do this. All right. Because he's already got that clip out. Yeah, yeah. It. I don't know. It's weird, because, um, yeah, guys, you're, like... Or guys, you kind of. I, mean, just, I guess when I say a cobbinum, like I just saw how he wrote out his rants. Like, uh, like he would watch news to get ideas. Who are you like, talking about now? Stan, uh, Stan Hope. Hope. Okay. Like he'd sit around, watch the news, get mad about something, and write about it. And uh, that's kind of how I write when I write. It's usually the bits that work for me are usually. That's why I keep a notebook all the time because it's usually a conversation mm-hmm. with friends. You know, after a couple boozes and everyone's loosened up. And, I go on like a weird jag and I'm like, oh, I should write that down. That's kind of funny. That's where most of my good stuff that I like comes from. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how people just sit around and in like a stillness and a quiet at their (laughs) kitchen table and come up with bit. I'm not that. I mean, structure, I guess. uh, Oh, it makes sense. (laughs) I mean, so like the normal joke is there's no like, it's not like you're, you're training yourself to uh, play an instrument. It's just kind of has to come that day. Yeah, I mean, I wish I was better. I mean, the good comics can force themselves well, to write, can, I think. How? I don't, just from doing it longer. I mean, I've only... Four years seems like a long time. Mm-hmm. And, like, you get frustrated when you see guys, like, excel and stuff. But, like, I feel like I'm just now starting to get good. Okay. Do you know? Like, maybe a little. Yeah. Uh, four years to be a comic is nothing, really. How often do you perform? Oh, uh, including, like, just going to open mics of course, and stuff of like course. that. Oh, shh. Three to four times a week. Okay, sometimes so, seven, sometimes two. <laughs> so on average, four times a week. I have a girlfriend, so I understand has it. To be at home what does she think sometimes. of this? She knew early on. Okay, we've been dating actually about how long I've been doing comedy. Okay, but um, she knew. Like I was talking about it. How I got started, I actually made a promise to myself um, that if I hadn't gone on stage before my twenty seventh birthday, I was going to kill myself. That's a good promise. And I didn't want to, I don't, I'm not suicidal, All right. I didn't want to kill myself. So I ended up going like a month early before that. Where did you perform? Um, one of my friends, Jocelyn Hughes, who's now in New well, no, now she's in LA working for Daniel Tosh's Comedy Central show. She's doing good. Um, but uh, she, uh, we just got drunk and she uh, said, I'm sick of your bitch and go up, <laughs> go get on stage and fail and get it over with. Because your first time, if you're... I was like, oh, I've got to be great. How many bits did you have? Like, or how many minutes, you think? Uh, that first time? Yeah. In your head. You... Drunk? I probably had 30 seconds. But how long were you up there? <laughs> probably four minutes, five minutes. There you go. Did yeah. you get any laughs? I don't remember. Okay. Because I, I was so in my head. Like, I, never, I didn't come from acting, so just being comfortable on stage was hard for me. I came more from writing. I was like a writing major yeah, in college yeah. and shit like that. When you okay? Why did you? I did take two classes at Second City when I first moved here. And uh, did you? So I just mean, at IO Improv Olympic. Did you because you wanted to like be in sketch or you needed something? I was a huge Mr. Show fan in college. Okay. Um, I so I just I knew I wanted to do some kind of comedy a bit. Yeah, I was a big Kids in the Hall fan. I had a holy trinity of bees. 
Bob Odenkirk, okay, Bruce McCullough, and Bill Hicks. All right, I guess, when I that's was, a good like in college. Like those, are, I just love those guys. I still think Odenkirk's probably the best sketch writer of the last twenty years. Did you see him this week or last? I week? didn't. Okay, I heard very mixed reviews. Same but. here. Um, I heard that the, there was one film thing that was amazing. Yeah, but other than that, it was a very hit or miss. But speaking of that festival, you just hosted a f- part of that festival. Is that correct? Yeah, I hosted the uh, Chicago Comic the local something the local. We're talking about the Just for Laughs Festival. Just for it's Laughs a Festival. TBS thing. It's the first year it was in Chicago, and it's a pretty big deal. I mean, they they spent a lot of money on advertising that thing, so it's kind of nice yeah. that you got some sort of recognition for this. Yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, there's no industry types there because yeah, why would they go see local talent? Yeah, God forbid. But, um, yeah, no. But no, the crowds were great. I was really worried that because there were so many shows going on, yeah. like huge shows. I was worried that people you know people might not come out to see local guys yeah yeah both shows were both nights were packed it's wonderful and uh they were really fun do you like doing that do you like the hosting hosting thing i hate hosting really i hate it so why do they did they did you propose to them that you'll host it no i don't really propose things to people for (laughs) festivals i don't know man (laughs) no 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 i didn't even think i was going to be on i auditioned they had an audition um by all accounts, I had a great set that night. Everyone said blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. then when they called, had callbacks for like another audition, I didn't get on that callback. But then uh, one of the local uh, guys who was one of the judges, Steve Heisler, uh, hooked me up. I found out like a week before. Yeah. They were like, hey, you want to host this? I'm like, fuck yeah. And That's then, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I got a lanyard and everything. Ooh, did you get to use it for anything? Or I just went that to one uh, show. I didn't get to go to a lot of shows because yeah. it was Friday and Saturday night and we were done. And I was hosting, so I had to be there for the whole yeah. thing. And so we were done at like 11.30. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, tried to go to a Lakeshore show. They were running 45 minutes late, and it was like chaos out there. So then we went to this ridiculous after party downtown in like some swanky oh, yeah? place. It was retarded. Name names, sir. Who'd you see? Oh, uh, Mark Curry was there. Okay. I, I disca- I disca- you, got to, you literally hung with Mr. I, Cooper. I discovered, I think, 75% of white people think his name is actually Mr. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Every white person was just, and, like, he, li- and he lives in Oakland. <laughs> Does he? I don't know. That's from the show. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't go that deep on the. And the uh, he, the, his roommate's Holly Robinson, Pete. Oh, from Twenty One Jump Street, and hang out with Mr. Cooper. See, that's how old you know I am. I'm, yeah. I make the Twenty One Jump Street connection. But uh, <laughs> a new school Mark Curry fan. <laughs> uh, I heard Dag was there. David Allen Greer. Oh yeah, I, I love David Allen Greer. Um, because <clears throat> I grew up on and live in color, yeah. and I think he was by far the funniest person on that show. He was quite good, and uh, I was glad. I kind of glad I didn't see him because you know we were partying, and I think I would have just gone up to him and sang the Miss Black Person USA song. <laughs> does he, does he, that's really that's a weird reference, I guess. But <laughs> I think you should have done. It. I think we should organize Miss something. Black Person USA is so great. Like, <laughs> there's a little dance involved too, but um. So this festival thing, <laughs> um, not it, a lot of famous white comics at the after. Really? Party. Yeah, it was weird. Who? Uh, and the guy who used to host uh, Mario Joyner was there too. What did he host? He used to host the MTV Half Hour Comedy Hour. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, see, old man River over here. Yeah, literally. How old are you? You're 27. 26. 26. Yeah, yeah. 31. So I got six more months till I get my greatest. No, no, all the 26 years. No, 26 years old is your greatest creative output in terms of dying at 27. Wow, it you sucks. should just do stuff I know. and not really think about these ages and stuff. I know. No, too bad. I'm just gonna blow it off. No, I, that bothered me for you. It still bothers me it sometimes. Does. I'm like, I started so late. Blah yeah. blah blah. But you can't really think about them. I think. I think uh, 
what Rodney Dangerfield started when he was like forty five or something. Like <laughs> it's not it's not so much that it, it's not even the age thing anymore. It's the Facebook thing, man. Fucking being <laughs> being on <laughs> being on Facebook is destroying my soul. And oh, I, I, I had don't to let it mean that much. Right? I had, it's oh, it's fucking annoying because I don't thing. care that my classmate just bought a house and you're fucking oh, twenty five yeah. with a kid because you fucked up and have no original thought. That makes me feel better. I don't want to. No own a man, house. no. I don't own a house I'm just that means you're there for fucking ever. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't fucking want. I like I'm putting up posters for Christ's sake, man. Who I just, cares? Me, me, because I'm on fucking Facebook. No, I, but it's grass is always greener bullshit. They're sitting around with their fucking horrible children in their shitty house. And they don't care, and that's that good they're never going to leave. No, I think part of them secretly, bullshit. they won't admit it. But part Why of them, are you posting about it? Because part of them wants to feel, because you're posting cool, you're living life in the big city. <laughs> With your hanging out with your rock and rollers, <laughs> doing coke off stripper titties, hanging with you know, Graham Parsons passed out on the front steps of your house, and, and it's the rear apartment too, so I can literally see him. <laughs> yeah, see, here's my here's why Facebook is destroying me, man. I I come home uh, last week and I see two people fucking at the bottom of the stairwell. That's awesome. That's awful because they were old and ugly. That's hilarious. No, that's great. And it was Puerto Rican Pride Fest, so one of them had a Puerto Rican bandana and one of them had a hat on. See, and now you got a funny story out of it. So I called the cops because... What happened in these people's homes? Oh, your kid said a fucking cute, funny thing or said Paschetti. Ah! That's that's boring. The guy gave me... Give me the two fucking... Puerto Ricans (laughs) fucking on my steps anytime. They were old, and the guy gave me the look like, I'm going to fight you. So I called the cops because they scared the shit out of me. So he went from like fucking to fighting. That's yeah, weird. Instantly, and then, <laughs> and then once I got, he was hate fucking her. It was like an easy transition. He was fucking her from the behind. Oh, there you go. Behind, sir. Uh, and uh, I said they they stopped Am I yelling too loud. I don't it have headphones. On, we're good. So we're know. good because okay. I could edit whatever. Right, um, I'm just gonna put an Elliot Smith bed under all this so it'll sound <laughs> deep. Um, they as soon as they were done, he gets out and he starts staring at me from outside the window like a fucking Hitchcock film. Oof. Yes. So no, I, I. It's not like I want to live it. Like it, like there's a and middle. If you were ground. a homeowner, you could come and say, call the cops and be like, someone's staring in my home. But when you're renting, the cops don't like deal with it. It's just a crazy guy outside your window. I know. You loser. I, <laughs> it's the sad part is, is like, it was like 3 p.m. in the middle of the day on like a Sunday or something, and I was like, there's kids in the building. It's 3 p.m. It's the middle of the day. Oh, that's awesome. 3 a.m. is fine. We live across the street from Sonatech. And I was I afraid to get that. on a stage for 26 years of my life. And this guy this guy's literally free to fuck in a stairwell everywhere. at 3 p.m. On Puerto Rican Pride Day. Or See? Pride Weekend. I wish I had that kind of confidence. <laughs> I wish I had that kind of pride. <laughs> I'm going to sh- shove my nationality well, literally so, up your ass. He's so smooth. He flanagled the... He finagled doggy style at it too. He took the time. To, I don't think he gave her a choice. He sir. took the time to have that convert. I, I like this premise better. <laughs> I don't I'm, step on my joke. I'm <laughs> really glad. I'm really glad that it was doggy style because I didn't see any bits. It was nice. That's your phone. Sorry. No, it's okay. You want to get it? We can get it. I just want to see who it is. Because oddly enough, a guy who does a movie podcast said he might call me <laughs> to be on that. Should I answer? Yeah, yeah. Feel free. Hello. So I'm going to say something in between. I don't know. I feel like that's... Is that, see- is that anyone actually talking to you? I don't know. Have you seen the movie The Signal? I think I'm going to die in like Yeah, you are going to die. <laughs> or you're, go mad. You're, yeah. No, you're going to die. That was weird. And some Puerto Rican's going to fuck you in the alley. 
It's going to be a wonderful time. Anyways, back to the comedy. Yeah, sir. Uh, what's your ultimate goal for this? <laughs> back to the comedy. Enough yeah. of the fun stuff. Yeah. No, let's get serious, man. Yeah, we got to right. NPR this shit. Oh, all right. What was the question? That's why we're drinking coffee um, <laughs> instead of alcohol. Yeah, I'm not used to this. Isn't it weird? Isn't uh, that show juice? <laughs> I offered you alcohol no, beforehand. No, that's fine. I, I've had, I should probably take the night off. Yeah, I don't want to get to alcohol. It's getting weird. Well, I just got later. shows the next two nights, and then Where the 4th of July, I'm sure I'll be <laughs> fine. Are you going out of town? No, I'm in a, uh, <laughs> this bar, the Long Room. <laughs> I almost lived above the Long Room. I did live above the Long oh, Room. Oh, yeah? Fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I first moved to the city, I moved like a block and a half away from there, and okay. like, it was like the first bar I found. And I met the owners, and they're great. They are. They're, they're really they're nice. Really nice. And yeah. if you can find nice bar owners, that's so rare. Yeah. And uh, it's just a great place. No TVs. I love that there's no TVs It's exactly in there. like the brain, except narrower. And you can see your hand in front of your face. Why you gotta make fun of it, man? <laughs> Maybe it's too bright. Everyone's prettier at the brain. Is like, that like your cut, the tag? No. It's true, though. Yeah? Everyone's, I felt gorgeous. You do, You are gorgeous Thanks, in there. Um, <laughs> I didn't need that qualifier at the end. <laughs> I gotta be honest, sir. Yeah. I mean, but no, the they, have like a big, a uh, they have a big Fourth uh, of July party on the mm-hmm. on the beach with like free kegs and free food on and the stuff. beach. Yeah, like along the lakefront. So you're not going to the long room? No, they have a party. Weird. They close the bar. Nice. Invite all the regulars or people they've known, and they know everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. they've been around forever. That sounds wonderful. It's really fun. Play, yeah. Play a little bocce ball. Yeah. I love bocce ball. That's man. my home. That's my home. Something. I'm Italian. That's your home? Oh. I'm sorry. I can't think of anything. It's not funny. It's just true. I haven't drank too much coffee. I literally... My home is inside of a game. (laughs) (laughs) I have an odd... Yeah, yeah. Are you trying to prevent yourself to laugh? No, no. Your recovery is quite funny. funny. It wasn't at all, but your recovery was very odd. Thanks. Yeah, I know. You have a very odd face right now. Keep keep answering phone calls, And then, uh, what else am I going to do? No, and then a comic's having a party. I'm probably going to go there. Nice. Might try to make it downtown to see the drive-by truckers with, uh, what's his face? Booker T. Booker T. And the middle band. Who's the middle band? I don't know. But the, the thought, like, if, if I'm partying, if I'm, like, relaxed and having a good time, the thought of going downtown on the 4th of July, probably, idea, I'll probably sir. pull a no on that. You, you should do it once in your life, but this is probably not I've the done year. It. I did it yesterday. The f- no, the 4th, oh, of, the 4th of July thing. It's very odd. It's like a big hangover because everyone's out the third. Um, so your goal for the stand-up, is it to be a stand-up or is it to be a writer? Because you said you went to college and you Oh, were... stand-up. Okay, why? I mean, I, I'd love a writing gig for anything, but I'd always, I always want to do stand-up. Because it's the most fun. When it goes well, it's the most fun thing mm-hmm. in the world. And you don't have anyone giving you notes. and You just find it, it, it's fun to find like weird things that work. Or... When you... I don't know. I love it. That's good. That's wonderful. But like, uh, when you initially started, did you think it's it was... easier to yell with your voice than it is just <laughs> like writing write. in all caps and exclamation points? <laughs> so you wouldn't want to be a ghostwriter for somebody. I wouldn't want to be a ghost. I'd want the credit. Okay. So you wouldn't be like a bigger stand-ups writer. <laughs> I'd do. I'm unemployed. I'd do anything for money right now. <laughs> all right. I'll fucking hang up posters without complaining. Why you gotta make fun of me, man? And I'm five years older than you, so who, who'd be the loser then? It'd make you feel better. You'd be no, like, it wouldn't. This guy's 31 and still doing this <laughs> no, shit. No, it really wouldn't make me feel better. It just made me feel bad for both of us. <laughs> You've got a big heart. I know. I'm from the Midwest. I'm just full of guilt and shame. <laughs> Where are you from originally? Here. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, I'm like most of the people Lucky you meet bastard. here. bastard. Yeah, it's true. But the problem is like, if, I feel like I'm never going to leave. You know what I mean? I feel like that. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you, are you thinking about moving to New York or LA? Yeah. I'm Which one? I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I feel like part of me feels like like my uh, air quote style would maybe go over better in New York. But I have a lot of friends in LA now mm-hmm. from comedy who've moved out there, and but I, then I'd have to buy a car. Well, I mean, if you move, but to the New- rent's not eight billion dollars a month, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but if you move to New York, uh, would you like just continue to work New York, or would you try to tour? I'd love to tour. I just have no agent. I have no idea how to do that. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to Detroit. Oh yeah, uh, sometime in August, which should be fun. With uh, some comics who are on this other podcast, I do sometimes. Yes, the pe- one that people listen to. That one. A few people. It's very nice of them. Uh, <laughs> but for so, what are you doing to make stand up a viable like living option? Like you made a joke, but I it's have really no tr- idea. Well, it's true though. Like people don't get paid here to no, do their no. work. So like when there's you're- one club. I mean, I mean the Lakeshore is like a theater. There's one comedy club in the city limits, which is crazy. Yeah, because I think Cleveland has like three. <laughs> Seriously. And Cleveland's awful if you've ever been to Cleveland. Right. I think Cincinnati, which is a fucking boil on the ass of Satan's shit. I don't even know what that means. I've that had too much coffee, too. Yeah. But, um, Jittery. It's horrible. It's a horrible place. I mean, they... But there's comedy every night. I think they have two clubs. But but the thing is, the cl- do you like playing that club, though? No, I hate it. So that's the thing. Would you even want to go to a city where there's multiple clubs? But, you know, these bar shows that we all do in Chicago, which yeah. are fun as shit. I mean, we, we get, like, two drink tickets if we're yeah. lucky. But, know? like, when you play, like, the Bee Kitchen or something, and there's a cover and stuff, don't you guys get paid something? Mm. Usually no? Not a whole lot, because... Because um, it's split, well, like, six they got to make their rent. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, they have an overhead there, and the show's only five bucks. Yeah. And, like, you know, some I mean, some weeks are great, and it's packed, and mm-hmm. some weeks there's 15 people there, so they kind of have to cover their rent for the other yeah. weeks, you know. But I'm a cast member there now, so I'm nice. guaranteed to go up at least once a month, which is just awesome, because that's one of my favorite. It's, it's a fun room where you can just try out It seems stuff. like everyone there is really nice, and, not, oh, yeah. and there's no drink minimum or anything like that. Oh, no, 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 much. yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, I do like shows, like, in... Back like rock rooms of course, and stuff of course. like that. It's just hard to live. Yeah, the problem with Zanies is just the hoops you gotta jump through to like. Because the guy who owns it, I mean, nice enough guy, blah blah blah. I'm not gonna talk shit about him, but he, you know, he grew up in like in the, with the '80s comedy boom, and he still mm-hmm. kind of has that mentality. But and what does he, that actually he wants mean? You to... When you're doing like the audition shows for him, mm-hmm. which are like on Monday nights and stuff, he really stresses do your clean material, and then the the MC will go up there and. You know, dick, dick, fart, pussy, pussy, tit, tit, and get and and then you're like, I'm okay, but I have to do my clean. St- and like, I say fuck a lot. I I just speak on stage like I speak normally. But to be fair, like for people that's never seen you, you're not a dirty. Like I wouldn't think you're a dirty no. comic at all. I mean, you're cleaner than Louis C.K., but it's somewhat like that. It's not. You're not being filthy to be filthy. Right. I don't talk about eating pussy for like ten minutes. No, no, no. Because like uh, I've never eaten pussy for ten minutes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's actually quite funny. We got a, we got a drummer in here. We got, I want a little hi hat. Can you put like a, a rim, can you put a rim shot in there when you uh, edit this later? No, I can't. Oh. I gotta play sad music because it's like NPR. Oh. <laughs> Who do you like playing? Or I keep saying playing. I'm sorry about that. That's Who do you like performing with in the city? Oh God, too many tonight. That, that's the best thing about comedy in Chicago is the talent pool here. I think the fact that. People don't get spoiled mm-hmm. early with things like success or money. It's kind of sounds fucking retarded. It's kind of good though, yeah. f- creatively, because you know we've all like fucking done the same 
shitty rooms and yeah. the same great rooms and uh and uh i just don't think you get rewarded on this scene for like hackery yeah because uh you know because you're not going to make it anywhere lickety split but okay. it really helps you just develop your voice and stretch yourself and i, I just think the talent pool here is crazy and when people from this scene move to new york LA, or la like the people who have kind of risen in the scene mm-hmm. like they for the most part, seem to do well pretty quickly. Really? Like guys like Hannibal Burris yeah, in New York. Yeah, Hannibal's like, a, a uh, Kumail. Fucking funny as hell. Kumail, who yeah. lived in New York and like instantly, instantly was on yeah. like... <laughs> Col- he was in the Colbert Report within like two weeks or something. It was yeah, absurd. Uh, Merman saw him in New York, took him under his wing. And, and he like, opened for Merman for Merman's record recording. Yeah. And I think he was better than Merman that yeah. night. He's but funny. Fucking so He's good. so funny. And Kyle Kinane out in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's maybe my favorite... One of my favorite guys to watch in the world. I mean, fuck the fact that I kind of know the guy. He's brilliant comic. Yeah. But I wish he'd shave that beard. <laughs> <laughs> do you like... Do you think this makes you a better comic? Is, is it, yeah. Is it better? Because uh, would you rather be... You the... see guys who do well early and start making club money early from other places. And they're never going to out... They're going to... A lot of those guys will do that same 15 minutes... That it took them a year to get mm-hmm. that worked for the next five to ten years. You know, they won't keep writing and pushing themselves because okay. they never really had to. And here, like, I feel like I've just started writing good jokes in the last couple months. You know, you, you grade yourself on a curve. Of course. but And some people are faster learners than others, you know. But um, I don't know. The whole finding your voice thing, I think, is real. Do you think and, that uh, Chicago ever could be the place where you could like live and do this or is it just Oh yeah. I mean well I mean the f- yeah, I don't know. I say yeah, but I don't know. It's such an improv town. Yeah. It's what do you think about that? Town. Because a lot of the comics do well, I mean, there needs that. to be an improv town. Of course, but... but I don't know why it has to be like 95% one thing and 5% yeah. zanies. It's really You know what I mean? Like Yeah, you're right. It's kind of ridiculous that there's 40 places you can go see improv that charge money and people go to, but Yeah. It, you try to start a, a, an alternative room in this town, and it's quite difficult. It is hard to do. Yeah, it is hard to get people to go see com- stand-up comedy. In I this know. Town. It's <laughs> not that yeah. it's not that hard to do the improv thing, though. No, I don't and, know and I'm not knocking them at all. I just, no, me neither. I just uh, I, I've told other stand-ups this. Well, and this not... is what I say about the difference between. I'd rather watch bad stand-up than bad improv. Oh, of course. Bad stand-up is still interesting because yes. you're watching one guy yes. fight. It's like bad improv is the worst. Inner, is the worst experience in the world. Yeah. Because you're watching four people suck their own dicks who suck, uh, you know, uh, but they've got each other's back, so they're not panicking enough. You need. <laughs> I like seeing flop sweat when someone's flopping. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me just throw one thing out to completely agree with this, is uh, you can't just end an improv scene once one guy says, all right, next... You, but oh, you mean a stand-up set? You, no, no. You, you, you could end a stand-up set when, like... You could end a stand... You could... If one joke doesn't work, next... You can do that. Oh, yeah. Improv, yeah, yeah. you're stuck with that topic for right. an, until there's like, at least a, like a small consensus to fucking kill it. Or like a small window you can jump out of. Yeah. There. Yeah, but usually though, yeah, I've just seen so much horrible improv. Yeah. But uh, when it's great, it's fucking It's great. Amazing. It's great. It's great. Yeah. I just, I just, you watch like TJ Jagodowski do it. It's like watching Jordan play or something. I'm not knocking any of these guys. I just think what you guys do is uh, incredibly difficult. And, See, uh, some people say that. I, I, I'm more... I, I, to get back, I took two levels at I.O. when mm-hmm. I first moved here. I mean, gran- granted, I, I'd never been on... I played a butler in My Fair Lady in high school. That was the 
Nice. My that was my experience because I have a very pretty voice. <laughs> I was in that uh, musical and I played uh, uh, one of the rich people at the Derby or whatever they. Went oh to, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sang about ascots actually. Oh right on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was my experience, and like I didn't know how to act at all, and or or to be even natural on mm-hmm. stage. And I had the best. I had T.J. Jagodowski, who yeah. is legendary here, and. Uh, probably the best improviser I've ever seen. He was my level one teacher. He was great. And then my level two guy was a guy who was moving to LA as soon as that class was done. He couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I was like, I'm paying $200 a pop for this shit. Who knows what it is now? It's probably two fifty. Two hundred dollars $200 like, a, cl- like, a, a class. Cla- uh, for the, what, eight-week class? I think oh, okay. So you meet once a week? So yeah. It's like $25 a session, not like $200 a session. Right. Okay. But, but when still, you're fucking broke, no, no, that you ends up. go so, to an open mic and get your yeah. opinions off your chest. I'm okay, with you. Which I'm would with... you rather do? Well, did you follow up after those classes? Oh, no, God, no. Just because of that one experience? Then I just was a fucking drunk waiter who hated myself because I wasn't doing stand-up for about five years. And then, wow. Uh, much happier person since I've been doing it. Good for you. <laughs> but you're, but like, you never thought about trying the acting route, never thought about doing the sketch route. I don't want to audition, man. <laughs> no, on a... Red Bar, which is the Red Bar Radio, it's yeah, a podcast yeah. I'm on sometimes. It's very different from this, but yeah, it's uh, it's, it's enjoyable. It's funny. Anyway, that's not the point. Well, we did a fucking uh, <laughs> this one guy was. We were trying to do like a reality show. This one guy who produced some reality shows okay. was in the city for a while, and he was a fan of the show, and he had like HD cameras and shit. We got some funny stuff out of it. We had an we had an open call audition for like to be an intern for the show, and we kind of just set it up like. American Idol, we mm-hmm. were all just judging them at a table and watching these people who are willing just to like maybe be on TV to just go in there and be humiliated was like, man, I could never fucking yeah. do that ever. You know, I could never, I, 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 I don't want to say ever, maybe I could learn it, but the idea of aud- auditioning for an acting job terrifies me. But auditioning for a stand-up gig doesn't terrify you. Eh. Okay. I mean, because you're doing the Zanies thing, but is it because it's your material? And if, you, if it's still my act, yeah, yeah I just you know I, I feel like I have to rein it in a little. You know, I can't okay. like, lose my mind. But overall, <laughs> not you... like losing my mind a little. <laughs> I mean, I gotta just ask you a few more questions about this. I know you're probably getting antsy. We both had too much coffee. No, I'm fine. But uh, how long does it take to become up with say your your normal sets? What ten to twelve minutes? About if you're at a showcase, yeah, yeah. anywhere from eight to fifteen usually. How long do you think it took you to write? your current set and do you rotate jokes in and out oh yeah 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 do you think i mean uh, okay an average a year and i like to try something new uh, every time okay or at least even if it's just a line up top and i usually like to try it at the front of my set which okay it's probably a horrible idea it's probably better to start with something you know works but um but, but i'm you... always afraid i'll forget it if yeah i don't yeah. do it up top once you once you but once you start doing stuff say you've been working on for like a year six months like are you even thinking about it or is it just coming up and you're thinking about the next thing to say are you still in it you mean like while you're on stage well you're performing is your mind on what you're saying or are you thinking about the oh no you can't be thinking about you have to be invested in what you're saying at the moment okay and which that's something that comes from just doing it is uh which was a big thing i had to learn i still struggle with sometimes is like uh being cool with silence, okay, and not being like, oh, they're not laughing, but they're not, because sometimes it just means they're paying attention. And but when you're on stage, like it feels sometimes, 
you know, three uh, two seconds of silence feels like a minute to yeah. you because you're performing and like you need constant validation from strangers in the form of laughter. But a lot of times, no, it's just the audience is cool. They're just waiting to hear what you're going to say next, yeah. and there's no need to panic. But yeah, I don't know. How what do you do that? About. How do you learn to do that? Just from doing it. It's kind of like in Mighty Ducks One, where the goalie has to be and just from to watching the goal. other comics, like yeah. who. Like, you know, they don't mind having a little pause while they think of their next thing. The audience will be fine. All right. You know? Do you find that most of the audience... That's why I never liked Robin Williams. Because, like, the nervous tics and Just the... Just fucking uh... calm the fuck down, dude. Really? I am. I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons hate, not to like him. I also hate that he was a joke thief and uh, that uh, he uh, faked, acted like that was all improv and he was heavily scripted. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine if you want to perform it. It's the joke thief thing that bothers me. Do you want to get talking about more joke thieves? Because I like talking about this stuff, but it's very negative. So if you don't want to, we don't have to. Well, I mean, I only know the famous ones. The I guess. same here. I don't know anybody. Because on that, that's another thing about like the Chicago scene. Like it's, we feel kind of like we're. I don't know. I think it's a pretty good collection of. If you, because if you stole someone's joke in this scene, everyone would shun you, yeah. rightfully so. You know. I, this is very. This is. I'm, I'm relatively. I'm very, very new to all of this. I mean, just even going to stand up shows. I'm very new to this. I, thanks for coming by. Bring like, some friends. We need. More. I'm trying to, sir. I'm <laughs> trying to. That's why I had you come to me instead of the other way around. Um, it's wonderful for you to do this. Thank you so much. Um, Are we done? No, I'm going okay. to ask you one more question, and it's from the Kids Book of Questions. It's how we close every show. So I can uh, keep going. I can talk bullshit all night. We can talk later. I just want to start more coffee here and have a cigarette um oh okay i really am uh, i don't drink coffee and without smoking it's very awkward to me i understand i know i'm sorry i'm very fidgety right now uh give me a <laughs> number between one and 260 one. Oh, good your first one i think one if you were the ruler of the world and you could have anything you I wanted a question nope you can say you can <laughs> that's have... what i want no no no, no, I'm no. The ruler of the you, world. you gotta let me question. finish the question <laughs> You got my show, bitch. All right. Oh, the, Terry Gross would never call her guest a bitch. No, Gene Simmons, listen back. She oh, oh, I'm that bad. So, no, you're wonderful. You're a wonderful human I'm being. Simmons bad. <laughs> or Simmons good. Think about it. That is in the best of Fresh Air book. Yeah, yeah. And oh god, I hate that motherfucker. Great. Gene Simmons? Yes. I want I was supposed to go to oh. Kiss this weekend, but they sold out. You like Kiss? Come on. Here's my thing. You're not old enough to you like them ironically. Dude, you weren't I, even there. You were alive when they were a band. I was alive for the reunion. <laughs> Jesus. I was Gene's No, I was Paul Stanley for Halloween from the dress. I can kill. excuse people who love them when just, they were kids. Hear me out, hear me out, hear crazy. me out. All right. I grew up in the uh, my friends were metalheads. Okay. So they had all the Megadeth Slayer, but they right. also had early Kiss. Right. Because it was also like the same record collection that Queen. So we'd listen to Destroyer, and we would listen to Alive 2 and Alive 1 and Bohemian Rhapsody, like, daily. I love Queen. Yeah, I'm not knocking either of them. I mean, they're equally as gay and wonderful and no, bombastic. No. Just, just let me hear me out. And then he got the uh, Kiss Unplugged album, which is <laughs> I remember so that. bad. Oh. It's so bad. But to me, was so good, because there's like, oh, they can play three chords, so can I. Oh, right. right so right. then I wore, I was Paul Stanley uh, from The Dress to Kill. I wore a suit and had the makeup <laughs> at, like, 12. So yes, and okay, also whatever. Also, I'm sad. I'm I'm sick of sad musicians and have. I want to. Oh well, me too. I just party, man. Like all, all every, every, day. every day. Have you heard the Have you heard the uh, Paul Stan uh, the uh, yeah Paul Stanley uh, between song banter album? 
No, why would I do that? Oh, I'm going to play my favorite track I'm, for I'm you. I'm going to hum and stick my fingers You're going to love it and laugh a lot. Let me finish this question. Sorry. If you were ruler of the world <laughs> and you could have anything you wanted as well as have people do anything you wanted, do you think you would get greedy and mean or would you be a good and fair ruler? Oh. Isn't that a convoluted question for a kid's book of questions? Like the yeah. first question? You so you're ba- basically asking... Are you going to be good or bad? If I'm good or evil? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Medium? Somewhere in the middle? <laughs> you want another one or no? It's up to yeah, you. give me another one. All right, uh, give me a number. Uh, 14. 14. 14. Do you think you have too many chores? If you could assign, <laughs> if you could assign the chores in your house, which ones would you take for yourself? Um... I don't mind washing dishes. Neither do I. It's nice. Yeah. Do you listen to music when you do it? Yeah. Or do you or like, like let the or the radio or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. So you'd, you'd be a good dishwasher. I'd be... I've been a paid dishwasher. <laughs> I think we too. found your next job, <laughs> James. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, man. Uh, fun. This is going to be posted tonight slash uh, Wednesday morning. So what do you want to plug? Oh, uh, I guess you can. I'll post wherever I'm going to be on my Facebook, which is a. Uh, so if people like James Fritz comic F-R-I-T-Z-C-O-M-I-C. did you get the like that's the facebook.com slash yeah. James Fritz comic mm-hmm. all right cool uh, I'll be at uh, laughing liberally tomorrow night because I'm a big leftist freak no but it's a fun show all right um, in uh, no exit which is like in uh, near Evanston what's that area Rogers, Rogers Park? Park yeah and <laughs> and then Thursday big uh, yay America show at uh, Chicago Joe's. Yeah, 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 that girl, Lisa. Lisa Traeger. Yeah, she just started that. That's wonderful. Yeah, uh, three local female comics started She's... the showcase there, and it's really, it was fun. I you're... did the first one. She Wait, th- you're going to be at the next show, too? I'm at the one this Thursday. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. She's performing on July 27th for us oh, cool. at The Brain, so uh, come on by. Uh, thanks again to James. We're going to close this with Daniel Knox. Daniel's playing... Uh, July eleventh, July eleventh, on in Millennium Park, right before the fiery furnaces. Songs of Illinois thing. It's free. Go check that out. After that, he'll be on tour with the Handsome Family in uh, July, all over the Southwest. Uh, so go check him out. Once again, uh, for the other podcast and information, go to youmethemeverybody dot com and have a wonderful evening. Once upon a time there was a man He was standing where you're standing now But no one's heard from him And once upon a time there was a girl But a girl has other ways to time there was a boy he said things a boy should never say I crushed his skull and teeth and broke his
his neck And once upon a time there was a corpse Hard to say if it was boy or girl From what was left behind When you owe me, you owe me You don't want to know me I'll sneak into your house I'll be as quiet as a Forgive you, but the devil will follow. 